Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. Today's incredible question comes from the box here at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee. And the question is, why did God make different languages? Wow, what a good question. Or pregunta in Spanish. Here's the answer. God made other languages first and foremost because people were disobeying him. Now, I know you weren't necessarily expecting that is to be the first answer or the first part of the answer. But this goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 1. So let's rewind and let's go back to Genesis chapter 1, looking at verse 28. God commanded Adam and Eve to be fruitful and to multiply and to what? Fill the earth. Fill the earth with what? Fill the earth with people. And not just in one place. To fill the earth means to spread out, spread the people out among the land that God had created. And you know what? They did that. But then we understand the story of Noah and the ark. We understand that the wickedness of man became so great. The tragedy of sin was so prevalent that God flooded the earth. But as the ark landed and Noah and his family come off the ark, God again in Genesis chapter 9 verse 1 has the same command. He says, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And so we have this new command, which is the same command, but again, from a unique family perspective of just Noah, his wife, his sons, and his son's wives, no, God doesn't change his plans. Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. And so they have a command again to go out and fill the earth with people just move everywhere. But here's where the disobedience comes in. Here's where that first answer comes in. People at that time, a little bit later, as more and more people came into this world, they later decided that they should stay in one place and build a great city named Babel with a tower as high as the sky. That's where the Tower of Babel comes in. The Tower of Babel was created because people said, you know what? Let's work together and stay in one place and we could do anything we want to. And they were building a tower to the heavens where they could go and be with God. And so the people were starting to work together to do things that disobeyed what God had told them to do. And so because of this, God looks down and sees man creating this tower, or not necessarily the tower in and of itself, but just staying in one place, not doing what he had commanded them to do by being fruitful and multiplying and then filling the earth. They're being fruitful, multiplying, and staying. Because of this, God decided to go down. And what was the solution? Let's mix up everyone's language. So God created new languages 
And all the people began speaking these different languages. And the result in Genesis chapter 11, verse 8, we see that the people couldn't understand each other anymore. And so groups of people that had the same language that was new from the Lord moved away and started to settle in different parts of the world and start their own cultures. And so there was this newness of language from so many people, and God did it because the people that he called to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth disobeyed him. Now, we have hundreds and hundreds of different languages now. And even though God created these languages because of disobedience, because the people of the time didn't listen and they sinned, that doesn't mean different languages are bad. Different languages are amazing. They make us different from each other, and they have helped us to fill the whole world. I think we have officially, efficiently filled the whole world with so many amazing people, so many amazing languages, so many amazing cultures. And it's fun to learn a new language so that you can easily talk to someone from another part of the world. I mean, languages today have skyrocketed. Like even if we just take the language that they spoke in Rome during the time of Jesus, and it was a Latin-based language. And from there, we have romantic languages today. Not romantic as in love languages, but romantic languages in their part of the original Roman language. So what are the romantic languages, just for example? Well, you have Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, French, and Romanian. And when you look at these languages, you can kind of see the similarities. For example, good morning. Good morning in Spanish is buenos dias. Good morning in uh, Romanian is bunandamenietza. So they kind of sound similar, but they're different from different parts of the world, different cultures, even though they have a, a similar language base. But that has happened all over the world. Now, What's important now that we have all of these languages is not to focus on the difference of these languages, is to realize that it's important for us and other people, such as missionaries, to learn these new languages, to dive into these new languages, so that what? More people can hear the good news of salvation, the good news of Jesus Christ. So even though languages, the different languages started maybe not on the highest note. Today, it is an opportunity for us to learn something new and to speak to others about the beauty of who Jesus Christ is. So families, why don't you spend some time talking about different languages? Do you know any different languages? Do you know words in different languages? Which language would you like to learn? There's so many opportunities out there to learn different languages. And there's even probably people who speak different languages in the city that you live. A great opportunity to go and to learn and to immerse yourself in different language and different culture. And then why don't you talk about the beauty of how God's redemption plan works. Even though languages started because of sin, look what God is doing with them now. Even though our life started in sin, look what Jesus Christ offered us upon the cross. Hey, this is an amazing topic of conversation, and so I hope your conversations go really, really well, and I cannot wait to see you next time. And again, send in your questions to rmcelrath at fellowshipjackson.com. I'll see you next time. 
Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.